What is up, everybody? Snaggle J here with another episode of the Snaggle Show. Today is March 20th, 2019, the first day of spring. And can you smell it? Ladies and gentlemen, it is the most wonderful time of the year. That is right, folks. Baseball season is on the horizon. And on this episode of the Snaggle Show, I am going to talk a lot about baseball video games as I talk about some games that are on my immediate radar as things that I am very, very excited about. In fact, next week's episode going to be dedicated to baseball video games as well. More on that at the end of today's podcast. This episode of the Snaggle Show is brought to you by my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Live every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time and Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, primarily streaming the Snaggle Wrestling Federation, a custom universe in WWE 2K19. If that sounds like something you might be interested, make sure you drop by twitch.tv slash J. Hit us with the follow. Ladies and gentlemen, we are... Uh, a few hours away from the official start of the Major League Baseball season. In fact, by the time you're listening to this in your ear holes, Seattle and Oakland may already have been getting it on, as Mills Lane would say, over in the wonderful country of Japan as part of MLB's expansion into an overseas opening weekend, even though it's a Wednesday, Thursday in Japan, I would assume, or maybe Wednesday evening in primetime. Anyway, baseball season is back. And for those of you who know me and know me well, you know my love and affinity for baseball video games. Now, full disclosure, I will get this out of the way off the top. For those of you who do not know, I do work for Out of the Park Developments, who produces Out of the Park Baseball 19 and 20, which we are going to talk about in this episode. Uh, I am not being compensated to talk about it on this podcast, but just so you guys know, I do work for Out of the Park Developments. For those of you that, who may that may be new information to, I am the community manager for the game's perfect team mode. But like I said, this is not a hashtag ad. This is a non-sponsored, non-paid uh, conversation we're going to have about baseball video games today. Um, but I'm very excited. Out of the Park Baseball comes out on Friday. I'm obviously working for the company. I have been playing it for a while in a beta format, but I'm excited for the real deal to come out. I'm excited for you guys to see the hard work that the team has put in to this year's version of the game. On Tuesday, we will get um, a game for me that I don't think I can register on the hype meter, how hype I am for MLB The Show 19, which we're going to talk about a lot in this episode. So two baseball games that I'm very excited about. Two games that, while they represent the same sport, could not be polar opposites more than they are. Uh, and we're going to talk about a few other games that I am, am looking forward to. Uh, you know, just kind of maybe not baseball related, I guess. You know, I've been dabbling more and more into some other stuff. And we might talk a little bit about Tropico 6, which is a game you guys have probably never heard me talk about. Uh, and you guys are probably going to hear me talk about Final Fantasy 7 quite a bit. But let's talk first about Out of the Park Baseball. Again, Out of the Park Baseball will release 
on uh, Steam and EA's Origin platform on Friday. It's also going to be available on our eCellerate store. It is available now uh, on otpdevelopments.com slash preorder. It's 10% off. Um, if you've never played Out of the Park Baseball, it is a text-based, primarily text-based, baseball strategy simulator game. Um, we have recently added a card collecting mode and stuff, but my biggest thing, and, and, and I played out of the park baseball long before I started working for them. And I think my extreme love of franchise modes is what draws me to the game. I started out playing baseball mogul, which was, I guess if you wanted to compare baseball mogul and out of the park baseball back in these days, so like the earlier part of this decade, um, I guess like baseball mogul was like a light version of out of the park baseball, fewer features, less in depth, uh, but same idea, really, you know, managing your team over multiple seasons, trying to win a championship. Uh, if you guys did not watch um, any of my Brewers franchise that I did last year in out of the park 19, uh, we did like 35 parts of that franchise, like every Monday night, like for nine months. We were streaming this thing, um, and it was a heck of a lot of fun. We eventually won a World Series. Um, if you guys missed it on my Twitter last week, I announced that I'm going to be doing a New York Mets franchise in Out of the Park 20, which I'm really excited to get in under the hood and start messing around with that. Uh, like For me, as a 37-year-old gamer, um, it's something a little less paced well you know i've never hidden the fact that i suck at games online i suck at battle royale games like fortnite and apex legends and PUBG. i suck at diamond dynasty uh, i suck at ea nhl online hut i suppose it's called i suck in head-to-head player versus player competition i'm old i have uh you know carnival tunnel in pretty much both of my wrists at this point my stick skills are just not good. I don't dedicate the time to getting good. So playing something like Out of the Park Baseball for me allows me to use my brain as opposed to my stick skills. And, and, and I enjoy the lower paced, um, you know, version of that. You know, while I do enjoy, and I will again be talking more about this later, but I do enjoy playing the, you know, the MLB The Show franchise as well. The Out of the Park Baseball one for me just, it allows me to unleash my inner nerd a little bit more. You know, digging super deep into my rookie season roster or scouring the international waters looking for some, you know, stud prospect 16-year-old left-handed kid who throws 98. Um, I just, I, I, I you know, I really... From a fan's perspective and not a employee's perspective, I love what Out of the Park Baseball has to offer. If you're looking for a a extremely hardcore and customizable franchise experience, um, I mean, Out of the Park Baseball is the baseball game for you. Um, I'm actually building a Skyrim-themed universe right now, 24-team universe um featuring cities and and towns and and fortifications from within skyrim the video game um all of you can do all this in out of the park uh you know it, it is it's the 
if you like to just sit, like it's one of those games you can sit down and you can start working on something and three hours goes by and you're still like trying to decide what uniform color you want a certain team to be. And then you transition that into next Tuesday, MLB The Show comes out. Obviously, you can pre-order it now on PlayStation Network um, or any fine video game retailer. Um, I have not yet pre-ordered mine, mostly because I'm lazy and I wait till the last possible minute. Um, if you're listening to this podcast and you happen to have a hookup, call out your boy. Otherwise, I'm just going to buy the digital deluxe. But um, while I enjoy the franchise mode in MLB The Show as well, it obviously not as deep and robust as Out of the Park, but includes that element of actually playing the games on the field with full control, not through text-based commands. Um, I'm doing a Toronto Blue Jays franchise in MLB The Show, um, which goes against every franchise rule I have which is do not pick your favorite team. Um, that's the big one. Don't don't pick your favorite team. I do not pick my favorite team in franchise games. I don't pick the Bills in football. I don't pick the Raptors in basketball. I don't pick the Blue Jays in baseball. I don't pick the Capitals in hockey. But the Jays are just such an irresistible franchise team with the ability to develop all that young talent they have. Obviously, Vlad. Obviously, Bo Bichette. Um, Sean Reed Foley, some of those other arms that they have. Stroman and Sanchez are still there, quite young. What are you going to do with Justin Smoke? The, the the possibilities with that franchise were just so intriguing to me that I put aside the, the favoritism of being my favorite team, and I just said, you know what, I think this makes for interesting and compelling stories. And, and, I mean, you guys know I love streaming MLB The Show's franchise, and we're going to stream this MLB The Show franchise, um, likely on Sunday nights when I'm not doing a wrestling pay-per-view. Um, and then if on it's a Sunday night when I'm doing a wrestling pay-per-view, we'll just transition into the franchise afterwards. But between MLB The Show and Out of the Park Baseball, you literally have the entire gamut of baseball video games covered. You have the the text-based, numbers-based, extremely deep, super-duper-duper-deep experience that you can get in franchise with the customization of Out of the Park Baseball. And then you have the very smooth gameplay and enough bells and whistles on the franchise side to keep me interested, or the front office side, I should say, interested aspects of MLB The Show. And again, I've said last year, the year before, MLB The Show is an absolutely fantastic playing game when you play offline. And I expect that 19 will be no different. Um, you know, I fully expect that the game is going to play absolutely phenomenally offline. Um, now, again, I am excited for Diamond Dynasty in MLB The Show. Um, I'm excited for Perfect Team and Out of the Park Baseball, although my Perfect Team 19, 15 seasons, no championships. A um, little bit of a sore spot for me that we couldn't pick up a championship in 15 seasons. Um, but I'm excited to start it all over in, in 20. Basically, it's, it's the same premise as Diamond Dynasty. You uh, pick your cards, 
Uh, and then there's league tiers. So this year we're adding a sixth tier. So there is iron, bronze, silver, gold, diamond, and uh, perfect. And you work your way up in a promotion relegation style where games are simulated every 30 minutes, um, 31 times a day. Um, I'm excited for it. I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's different. Again, I think it is uh, a lot. Obviously, there's a lot of hands-off time if you want. I do enjoy I'm more of a set my roster on Monday and see what happens, maybe make a few changes later in the week. Um, obviously, once we start adding tournaments and stuff, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. But I do really like what I've seen from Diamond Dynasty. Now, as I'm recording this at the moment, I am about an hour away from jumping on bullpen banter with TJ Lowerman, a.k.a. That Sports Gamer. By the way, if you guys do not follow TJ on Twitch, twitch.tv slash thatsportsgamer, and listen to and watch our show, Bullpen Banter, which is all about baseball video games, I suggest you do. So by the time you're hearing this on Wednesday, we will have done our in-depth Diamond Dynasty episode. I suggest you go check it out. Again, twitch.tv slash thatsportsgamer, youtube.com slash thatsportsgamer. And he also puts out an audio version of it on his That Sports Gamer podcast as well. Actually, I think Bullpen Banter has its own podcast now. Anyway... I'm really, really excited about Diamond Dynasty. I am supremely excited. I watched the stream last week. Um, I said on Bullpen Banter last week that they managed to add intriguing things for the casuals as well as the hardcore competitive users at the same time. And I'm like, that blows it away for me. You know, removing a lot of the barriers to upper... Uh, tiered cards it seems as though you're going to be able to get some of these upper tier cards just by playing the game not by having to do ridiculous amounts of exchanges or hit 500 home runs just by playing the game and it also seems like you're going to be able to unlock stuff by playing the game in the way you want to play so for me, I don't particularly enjoy grinding offlining as a CPU. I don't think anybody actually really enjoys that. So incentivizing playing online games for me is huge because I do enjoy jumping in. I've never made World Series in ranked seasons. Never. That is a goal of mine for 19. I want to make World Series once. One time I'd like to make World Series. Uh, it would be my first time ever. I'd love to make World Series. That's one of my goals for 19. Um, but like, I, I still enjoy that competitive human element. I would rather play a human and lose five, one in a competitive game of baseball, than play the CPU and beat them 25 to nothing. Um, so I do like the fact that they are incentivizing playing online a little bit. Um, I, again, as I've said before, I've said many times, it all comes down to the online gameplay. The online gameplay, um, they are claiming is much better. Um, I can tell you without getting into specifics of the alpha, which we're not really allowed to talk about, uh, it felt better overall. So I do hope that it provides a good online experience because, again, my hype meter for MLB The Show, which is the whole reason why I own a PlayStation to begin with, was I got a PS3 to switch to MLB The Show because I had heard such good things, and I've continued that on. I don't think I've ever been this hype for MLB The Show. Um, 
And, you know, it's such a busy time for me uh, with all the out-of-the-park stuff that's going on. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, let's go Tuesday. And realistically, I probably won't play it until Thursday. Um, for those of you who don't know, maybe didn't see it on Twitter, next Thursday, the 28th, I'm going to be streaming a all-day baseball extravaganza starting at 7.30 a.m. Eastern time. Twitch.tv slash SnaggleJ. We're going to be playing MLB The Show 19. We're going to be playing Out of the Park Baseball 20. Uh, we're going to be giving away five copies of Out of the Park Baseball 20. Um, if that interests you at all, make sure you swing by for that. We're going to be raising money all day for my local chapter of the food bank. So an amazing cause. Anything that we bring in that day for subs, for bits, for donations, um, all going to be going to the local food bank. I'm going to wake up on Friday. I'm going to go to the bank. I'm going to get it out of the bank. We're going to the food bank. We're delivering it to them in cash on Friday. Uh, if you want to help out, if you want to reach out, uh, best way, go to Twitter, twitter.com slash snagglej. Feel free to send me a DM or tweet at me. Um, get involved. I can send you some links, and, and we're going to make this a success. But I'm really looking forward to it. And that, for me, will probably be my first real big jump into Diamond Dynasty you know, opening packs. And I kind of want to save that so that you guys can see it all. Um, but I'm super hyped. I really am like super, super hyped. I really hope this is the year that MLB The Show can put it all together for Diamond Dynasty. And that's not even talking about Road to the Show, which in and of itself looks amazing with the, the removal of the player cap and um, the new skill trees. Um, I really just think that MLB The Show 19 um, has the potential to be one of the best baseball games of all time. Um as long as it nails the on-field aspect, they've really set this game up like, listen, this is, for us, the vision that we've been talking about uh, for the last couple of years of being, you know, engaging for the user and, you know, of a casual nature, engaging to the competitive players, engaging to the road to the show or offline players with franchise. Um, you know, franchise nation people will always complain. They'll never get enough. Would I love to see a host of franchise improvements to out of the or to uh, MLB the Show 19? Of course I would, but I don't take it to the extent that others do. Where no matter what changes they make, they just continuously complain. I like the addition of contract extensions. Um, I think it. Uh, I think it's a very good franchise mode. But again, overall MLB the Show 19, I think I'm excited for. We're going to be talking about it more. Uh, on next week's show, maybe not next week's show, uh, because by the time I record next week's episode, I probably won't have played it yet, because um, I think I'm going to record next week's episode over the weekend. Um, so maybe two weeks' time, um, we'll maybe do a bit of a review of my early thoughts of MLB The Show 19. Maybe we'll see if we can get a special guest um, to jump on the pod for that one. And lost in the mix of that, is the re-release of one of the greatest video games ever made, which is coming to the Nintendo Switch on the same day as MLB The Show, Tuesday the 26th. And that would be Final Fantasy VII. It is not a remaster. 
as we're getting for the PS4. It is just a straight-up port to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, and I'm super excited. Again, I love these classic games reappearing on the Nintendo Switch, especially games like Final Fantasy VII, which is such a impactful generational game. I mean, you think back to when it first came out, you know, the the hype and how for the time, how ambitious of a game it was. It was three discs. Um, the graphics were things you had never seen before. The summons were insane. The story was wild. Um, I mean, honestly, it, you know, I just, just go read, like go find like a Wikia or one of those pages that explains the story of Final Fantasy VII and you're like, holy crap. The story itself, just in written form, is a trip. Um, but I have a, a long storied history with this game, uh, both playing it, both watching other people play it. Um, it is it is one of those games for me that, you know, anytime I put together any kind of, you know, list, uh, top list, top RPG list, top overall game list, it's, it's under consideration all the time. For me, it's that good. Um, of a game I and again it's, it fits perfectly on a platform like the Nintendo switch where you can take it with you um, you can just you know I can take the switch and climb in bed and play it for an hour half hour whatever uh, you know I can take it to work and play it on my lunch break um, it's it, it is I love this concept of again they they, they released Final Fantasy 9 um, right after the Nintendo direct last month. I haven't had a chance to play it yet. I want to play 7 first. I'm more excited for 7. Uh, and I think the price is reasonable. I think it's $19.99 US or $18.99 US or something along that line. I think it's like $22 bucks Canadian. Um, a reasonable price. Again, it's a 50-hour it's a game. I mean, you could beat it in less than that. But, you know, if you're, if, if you're giving it it's just due, you're looking at a 50-hour experience, which for $20... Bucks, um, even though the game is 20 plus years old, um, uh, it's well worth it to me. I'm really, really looking forward to, to diving back in and playing it on a, you know, I'm not going to sit and marathon the thing. Uh, I'm, I'm going to play it, you know, an hour here, an hour there, an hour here, an hour there. Um, but it's just, again, you know, for me, it's such a huge part of my gaming adolescence, so to speak. Uh, really looking forward to diving back in and playing that. And another game I'm excited about, and I know, again, I, I mentioned it earlier, and, and it kind of goes off the path a little bit, is Tropico 6. Which, if you've never played the Tropico games, I definitely suggest that you, you check them out. They're kind of like a SimCity sort of game. It, you know, it's a construction management simulation game. Um... The, my first experience with it was when Tropical 5 was a PS Plus game. And I said, hey, like, I'm going to try this. You know, it's free. Why not? Uh, I'm going to download it. I'm going to give it a shot. But basically, it's like, you know, you're, you, you're on an island, uh, an island state called Tropico, and you're basically building it up. You're, um, you're, you're doing trade. You're making trade. With, with other areas. Some of those will anger 
the homeland. I haven't quite looked into the story super deep, but basically in the in Tropical 5, when you were in the story mode, you got this piece of land from, I think it was, I don't know if they were actually called the British, but it was, you know, something like the British Commonwealth. And, you know, if you started trading with like the West Indies, they looked unfavorable towards you. And if you pissed them off enough, um, they would, you know, come down and they would and they would wage war and physically try to take back the territory and, and put someone else in charge. It is a, it's one of those games where it's just, it, it's a very, it's not a super deep game. I mean, if you like the SimCity, you know, strategy management kind of games, I think it's fun. I think it's interesting. I think the story is nice. Uh, but again, it's just one of those games you can pick up and you can play and you can play it for a couple hours and just unwind. And, and it's it's a very f- good, casual experience. So I am excited. Um, I'll probably pick it up um, when it launches, Tropico 6. Give it a try. Like I said, I really, really enjoyed Tropico 5. I love these games that drop on PlayStation Plus for free and then eventually a sequel comes out. Um, and... Because uh, because now I now I know what kind of roughly what to expect and you know because I gave it an honest try and played it and I'm like wow this game is actually really good which I didn't think it was going to be uh, but it ended up being really good and so I'll definitely probably give uh, Tropical Six a try but you know like I said at the beginning of the podcast it is the most wonderful time of the year baseball is back. Final Fantasy VII is is coming back out on the Nintendo Switch. Hopefully someday the remaster comes out on PS4. I'm excited to see what that's going to be all about. But for now, I'll deal with it on the Nintendo Switch. Um, what upcoming games are you guys excited about? Drop me a line on the Twitter machine, twitter.com slash snagglej. If you want to have a greater conversation, you can jump into my Discord. Go to discord.snaggle.club, join the Discord, holler in there. Uh, feel free to jump in, talk about whatever you want. Um, I always appreciate having conversations. I love, I'm so happy that you guys are enjoying the podcast. I got some great reviews on last week's episode with Cooperstown, Kurt, um, talking about WrestleMania six. We're definitely going to try and do, um, something like that again in the future. Um, I've already thrown him a couple of ideas. WrestleMania season is coming up shortly. So we may try and crank out another wrestling episode soon enough where we kind of go through, uh, if you guys have any ideas on, wrestling events you'd like us to cover hey hit me up again twitter.com slash snaggle j um, let me know um, next week's episode of the podcast i teased it earlier in the show i'm going to be debuting a new series here on the podcast the mount rushmore series where basically i'm going to pick a topic and i'm going to give you my mount rushmore on that particular topic my four picks that might not necessarily be the best in the category, but my four picks that I would want to display like a Mount Rushmore. And on next week's episode of the Snaggle Show, we're going to be talking about the Mount Rushmore of baseball video games. I can't wait. That'll be dropping next Wednesday. Again, guys, I thank you guys so much for subscribing to the Snaggle Show. Um, I appreciate any and all feedback. I appreciate you guys taking time out of your day to listen to the podcast. Of course, I am your host, Chris Jardine, a.k.a. Snaggle J. And until next time, peace.